I think you have 1,400 weeks left. So you had 80. You'll live no, to be 80. No, 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 no. You're not going to be 90, dude. I'm going to be, I'm going to live to 90. I definitely will. Really? Yeah. I would be shocked if I died. At all. 100%. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because I always wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it an incredible, fast, and easy way to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. You can shop by price, like if you want to find a gift that's $25 and under, or you can bump your budget filter up to $100 if she really deserves a good gift. You can also filter by category like fragrance, handbags, and more. Macy's also offers gift lists, like for moms who have everything. Gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted. Some of the top gifts are Beats headphones, the Studio Pro models, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung Smart TV, The Frame. Let me tell you something. This makes shopping so much easier. I get panicked when I shop. I talked about it with Tom. I only shop for myself, so shopping for other people is really difficult, especially for my mom and Leanne, both mothers. But this is making it a no-brainer. So go to Macy's.com slash gift finder to find the perfect gift for this Mother's Day. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Ah, January. Such a beautiful month. <laughs> You're such a jackass. Uh, anyway. It's January. Uh, I'm in Berlin January. tomorrow. Oh, my God. You got to get on a plane. <laughs> it's so... Oh, never mind. What's wrong? Nothing. I don't want to even say it out loud. Well, you've been, you've been trying crazy? to say it, so just say it. No, no, no. <laughs> You know what's so funny? When yeah. uh, last time I did a European uh, a tour, I was with Mark Norman, and our tour manager was German. Yeah. You know, Mark Norman makes a lot of Jewish jokes. She goes, "Mark, I was so I'm so uncomfortable with these Jewish jokes." And he was like, uh, "He was like, oh, they're just jokes." And she goes, "No, but it's, it's, it's what if someone heard you say these things?" And he was like, "Well, they're jokes." He was like, "Well, what would you say to your?" Jewish, like you don't make jo- he's like bust balls with your Jewish friends, and she looks at me. She goes, "I don't know any Jewish people," and he goes, "What do you mean?" She goes, "I'm German. That's kind of our thing." <laughs> and uh, both Mark and I were like, "Oh yeah, like that's fuck that that's crazy though." Like you just they they just don't have them. Well, they they definitely have them. They have a couple. <laughs> but- Antwerp's got the most women. And Dob, back me up. That Antwerp has a lot of. Antwerp is where Google it, motherfucker. I mean, that's where diamonds are. He said it. Uh, yeah, I, I first, I mean, okay, let's, yeah, I'll just sit this one out. Go ahead, Google it. It's Antwerp. Antwerp is the the, the highest concentration of Jewish people in Europe. In Europe, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. History of the Jews in Antwerp. Check it out, motherfucker. Okay. Antwerp, what a weird! I never liked Belgium because there was a train from you had to switch trains in in Belgium from London to Amsterdam. Yeah, and so I never liked uh, that train station was sketchy. It was like a lot of dudes in like in like members only jackets. Uh-huh. So I, I never liked it. And then I went to Antwerp and it was fucking beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful cities. So many Europeans. Yeah, I went there, I went there on the last tour. Yeah, it's fucking gorgeous. You're doing you're doing Europe in right now. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna be there at cold time of the year. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. You like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm excited for Amsterdam. What? Oh, okay. I'm spending four <laughs> so, days in Amsterdam. 
spending four days. I'm getting a fucking, I'm getting an Airbnb. Yeah. And I'm partying fucking balls. Really? I wish Leanne would be cool with me cheating on her internationally. You know? Yeah. If she could just get her head around it. Like, I love her. She's my chick. I'm yeah. never going to, I'm coming home to her every night. Just not those four nights in Amsterdam. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Because this is what she does. This is what she fucking does. So I go, I'm thinking. Are you going to go red light district? Is that what you're oh, yeah. I'm going blue light district also. Yeah. So, uh, but I said, I said, let's get prostitutes. Not, this is why you are more important to me than she is. You're still listening. You know, she went, no, no. I go, fucking, I'm talking to my wife at a party. You think I'm really saying I should, I'm going to go fuck a prostitute? I go, let's get prostitutes as like a, a skit and figure out something we all have to do with our prostitute and who does it the best. Whether it's tell them a story or 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 get them to go to sleep fastest. Whatever the fucking thing is that you do. I go, make it fun with it. Like, let's not all just go fuck prostitutes. I went, uh, I went to a sex club when I was there. Where did you go? Because I might not let you tell your story. That's how excited I am about my story. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where did you go? I don't know the name of it. I was going to the red. I got, I got, you know, kind of redirected, sort of hosed by a kickback situation where the cab driver, we were going to the red light district and he was like, you want to go there? He's like, you want to go to the banana room? One of, one of these like private clubs. Google we it, banana went, room, banana room. We went, it was, it was just a, a house of prostitutes. Uh, it was just like a brothel basically. And there's a bar downstairs and banana, and, banana and bar, banana and bar. I went with uh, Potter and I was like, I'll pay for what a waste of money. You can't see anything. <laughs> Who takes him to a strip club? Well, he, he better be able to touch and feel. Well, is a pro he wouldn't have had sex with her. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, are yeah. you serious? Yeah. Oh, wait, this story's getting so much better. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I paid. I, I was like, whatever you want. Yeah. And then they could not get over that I wasn't going up to the room with one. So like the owner was like, hey, your friend. He's like, do you want me to bring over other girls? I was like, no, I'm fine. I'll just, he was like, what? I was like, I'll, I'll just wait till he's done. He's like. And then you'll come how? Yeah. He was like, uh, and then like he would send a girl over and I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm just waiting for my friend. And they were like, Oh, do you want the other girl? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm literally waiting. Yeah. I go, I paid whatever the, I paid an entrance fee. I was like, I'll just sit here. I was drinking a Diet Coke. I was like, I'm fine. Oh. And I just sat there and I was like, just waiting and waiting. And then, uh, yeah. He has he, a hard time coming too, right? He can't. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fucked up. He can't come. With a chick? He's got to handle it himself. I mean, it's all psychological though, man. It's not like, it's not a physical Thing that's holding I can him hear up. Dr. Drew in my head. Well, what's what happens when you get molested at a young age by an <laughs> uncle? Dutch <laughs> yeah. Potter was, it's is just the hairiest motherfucker. He's very hairy. He's got the hairy shoulders. He was Chick doing shoulder porn. Yeah. Um, I have had a number. Obviously, I told Flying Dildos as a bit one time. That's a true story. But we went to the Bananan Bar. The Bananan Bar? Banana, banana, it's a banana bar. <laughs> oh, I see. And uh, But it's the Bananan <clears throat> Bar. Mm-hmm. And so we shot something for um, Showtime at the Banana Bar. We did, uh, we spent the whole day and, sh and worked there. So I met all the bouncers and yeah. I, I hung out with all the everyone. It was great. It was a great day. So one day we're flying. I'm flying to Tanzania, and I get sidebar to the story, which is really interesting. As I checked into the flight to Amsterdam, because we had to layover in Amsterdam, 
The lady said, your seat is the most interesting seat that we have on planes. I said, what do you mean? She said, you're in seat 1A. This is a double-decker plane, and you will be able to see directly out the front of the plane because of the pilot's configuration of it. Yeah. The, the, I had the very front seat, the single front seat, and my window was at the front of the plane. And I was like, I am trading that out right now. I cannot sit there like an eagle and fly to Amsterdam. So I traded with someone, and they were like, you serious? And I was like, I do not. I cannot sit there. I want to sit on the top deck. I would rather be in the top deck and not see anything. Yeah. So we get we get stuck in Amsterdam. I'm with my my camera person. Her name's Laura. La, you know when people do that with their yeah. names? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. Just, it's Laura. So I, know, I remember I went to college with a girl named Mary Lynn. Are you going to interrupt all my stories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Wait, her name was Mary Lynn? Yeah, and I, I was like, hey, Mary. And she was, it snapped. She was like, it's Mary Lynn. I was like, sure. Sure. I pronounce it cunt. <laughs> the, so Laura, I fuck her name. I fucked her name up as long. She's a cool. Laura. Sounds like a real Spanish lady. No, blonde hair, blue eyes. Looks a lot But like, I mean, that's how, that's how you say Laura in Spanish. You say Laura. Yeah. I don't know. She's like a real spick. You say <laughs> Laura. Laura. Yeah. Laura. Yeah. So <laughs> we both get stuck in Amsterdam and I said to her, I said, uh, what do you want to do tonight? We should go out, have dinner or something, go get a nice steak. I said, I'll tell you what I'd like to do. Uh, I'd like to stop by a, a cafe, get some weed, get high, have a steak, and uh, maybe go get a late night cocktail and then call it a night, get up early, we'll fly to Tanzania. She says, I, there's a place called the Banana Bar. I said, I know it really well. She goes, I want to go to the banana bar. This is uh, who's saying this? My camera person, okay. Laura. And so she she goes, uh, I said, well, I know the guys there. We can go there. I said, but you know what it is, right? Like they put a banana in their pussy and then you eat it out of their pussy. And she's like, uh, no, I know exactly what it is. I've wanted to do this. I've heard about this. I heard it's crazy. I said, yeah. And then she's like, they shoot stuff out of their pussies. And, and I said, well, yeah, but like, I go, I got to be honest with you. We do have a working relationship, and technically, I think I was a producer on Trip Flip at the time. Yeah, and I was like, I am technically your boss. I gotta like, I don't know how that works. Yeah, and she was like, Hey, what are you a bitch? She goes, Let's go to the fucking banana bar, and I was like, Ah, oh, that's what I like, right? So we got yeah. high as shit. We have a great steak dinner. We go to the banana bar. We're high as we smoke a joint outside the banana bar. We roll up, and the dudes at the front are like the machine, and I go, Fuck yeah! We go in. I said, My friend Laura wants to do uh, the banana bar experience, and they're like, uh, They're like, Cool. So they set us up private room, like uh, like off to the side uh, uh, bar. Girl comes up naked on the bar, sits on the bar. And she goes, this is how it works. Uh, we do the three-part thing for the banana bar. We do the do, do the whole body, touch and feel massage. You rub me up with oil, oil all over. We do the banana bar experience where you eat the banana out of my pussy. And then we do a nice facial massage. And I go, uh, well, we're not doing the rub your body with oil because I, I don't think I can do that with my coworker. That's fucking weird. Yeah. And she's a chick and she's, I think she was married. I'm married. And I'm like, we'll skip that. And Laura's like, I want to do the fucking banana experience. And she, and I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I go, but I wouldn't, I'm pretty fucking high. And I just had a steak and I was like, I wouldn't mind a facial massage. She's like, okay, well then we'll start with the facial massage. Just skip the body touch. And we just do the facial massage. She goes, lay back onto the bar. Lay back, close your eyes. And so I lay back, back onto the bar, close my eyes. And she puts her pussy on my nose and starts rubbing it. And I'm like, and I hear 
Laura La- Laura laughing and she goes, you thought it was a massage. And I'm laughing so hard into her asshole. Her pussy's <laughs> on my nose. Her asshole's on my mouth. And I'm going, and she can't fucking, and I'm just shaking and shaking and shaking. <laughs> she gets done. And I was like, I was like that. I couldn't stop fucking laughing. Oh my but yeah, God. I'm going back to the banana bar. <laughs> I'll do the massage thing now, right? Yeah, no fucking employees. I rub some titties. Yeah, some titties. There you go. You're getting you're getting fired up. I I'm like it. Fucking ready for Amsterdam, bro. Amsterdam's one of those cities that you can fucking light that bitch up. Yeah. There's Amaran, Sri Lanka. I'm, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone. <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying names of places. Jesus Christ. If you were gonna go, if you were like, if you were like, yo. Yeah. Like co- total purge night, purge. You get like a full purge. Where you know, like if you went to Sierra Leone, I don't know anything about Sierra Leone, dude. Obviously. You do not want to go on a fucking purge to Sierra Leone. Give me some talking points on Sierra Leone. I want to know more about Sierra Leone. Is I all I know is General Butt Naked lived there. They do. They smoke brown brown. All everyone's on. Uh, that's their flag. They don't even look like they tried. They're like just fucking whatever colors you got left. Okay. Do you know that uh, Amsterdam's flag is similar to Berlin's flag or Germany's flag? They're just. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Netherlands. Netherlands. Well, this looks very French, right? Isn't this like kind of like the French flag or no? I, I wouldn't wrong? be shocked if they had been colonized well, yeah. by the frogs. Yeah. I would think so. I'd be I mean, cool to Sierra Leone. It is bordered by Liberia and Guinea. Liberia is where Liberia was the. Do you know the story about Liberia? I could be making this up. Liberia, Liberia, Tom, is the place when in the in the fucking 1900s they were like, yo, maybe 1900s, 1800s. They were like, yo, slavery's over. If you want a free ride back to Africa, we'll send you. And they were like, cool, let's go to Liberia. So they put up. Like a whole couple ships, probably planes. No, not planes. They didn't planes. Not yet. planes. Couple ships. They sent them to Liberia. And you know the first thing they did there mm. is they created slavery. Really? In Liberia? I don't know. Uh, the br- can you can you Google that? I'm almost certain that happened. I'm almost the certain British, that happened. The British colonized uh, Sierra Leone. What a beautiful name. For like a pretty sketchy place to party. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's really your party spot. Like I, all, I know, all I know about Sierra Leone... Did Liberia invent slavery? That's no. Liberia. Free slaves. Free slaves. Dude, I come out with fucking half court shots sometimes yeah. of knowledge. It was formed. It was founded by free people of color from well, the yeah, United States. Look at that States. name. Look at the name. Liberia. Yeah. Liberty. Liberia. Oh. Like freedom. So they're oh. freed people, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I'm fucking getting hammered. Uh, no, you are have been there. Oh, look at their flag. It's just like, hey, there's that. Hey, wow. Talk about unoriginal. We might have stolen rock and roll from black people, but they took our flag. <laughs> what is that bad? I hate when people do that. When you say something that you don't think is bad and then people go, oh, my God. Eddie, was that black? Blad. Eddie, was that black of him? <laughs> I mean, that's like super black of me. <laughs> Thank you, Eddie. But what is it like? That is a bullshit fucking flag. January 7th. Well, I think it's it's probably done. It's done after our flag. No, that part's obvious. I'm saying the, you know, it's it, like maybe it's the star represents just like 
one people freed slaves. If that's who. Oh, you were, right? You, come on. You don't think so? No. What does it represent then? Do you think they were going to take, they were like, we'll start with one. No, we'll just take over hit the, rest the, of hit the Liberia. The, their, Do you think we're losing fans, the fans in Liberia? Maybe. Are there white people in Liberia? There, history of Liberia. Okay. Founded by free people of color for the United States, both free and recently emancipated, was funded under found, funded and organized by the American Colonization Society. Uh, of the 4,500 immigrants who arrived in Liberia, only 1,800 survived. Damn. Ooh. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those were okay. tough times back then. Okay. Okay. This is what you got to love about this podcast. It's a lot of shits and giggles, but then you learn something. You certainly. And right now, right now, right now, we are. What we're doing is we're putting into your brain just enough information that you won't remember where you got it from, but you'll be at a dinner party. Yeah. And you'll go. You know, Liberia is like, uh, it's like a great slave, like something about slaves, something, <laughs> right? My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for fifteen dollars a month, when you purchase a three month plan, more like wow. How have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month new customers on first three months plan only speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan additional taxes fees and restrictions apply see mint mobile for details call from mom answer it call silence Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. They stole our flag. They stole our flag. You know, Liberia is a, they're full of flag stealing slaves, I think, if I'm not mistaken. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> people people will be like, dude, this is the crazy thing about cancel culture is that you can't get in trouble from Liberia, right? I mean, what are they going to protest us? Yeah, that's true. And then what, like, because I've been in, I've gotten in trouble. I've gotten in trouble by countries I don't go to. Yeah. 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 Uh, Liberian flag. You got to look, you got to look it up now. Liberian, Liberian flag history. Put that. Yeah, because now we gotta talk. We gotta we gotta at least know something about that flag. The board of directors of Liberia. Okay. I think the you're flag right. design was adopted about a month later. Had declared independence. The nation had celebration. There was a flag. Um, Monrovia. It's not, it's not okay. Oh, flag of Liberia. Flag of Liberia. The Eleven stripes represent the signatories of the Declaration of Independence. The red and white symbolize courage and excellence. The white star represents the first independent republic in Africa. And the blue represents the continent of Africa. Not of oh, yeah. But 
One was our flag started, no, and no, one was we, their flag started. No, we, they definitely came after okay. our flag. Yeah, yeah, no. You got that. If your beef is with the freed slaves of Liberia, you win. <laughs> we definitely had it first. You're like, these fucking assholes. They've had it so easy, and they took our flag. These Liberian motherfuckers. <sighs> these guys are stealing all our shit. <laughs> Do you think there's anyone in Liberia that listens to this podcast? Yes. You think so for real? I think there's at least somebody. Really? Yeah. (laughs) I think so. There's somebody. The most horrible thing in the world. There's somebody who knows somebody in Liberia for sure. (laughs) There's someone outraged about this right now. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what countries have been mad at you that you haven't that you don't go to? South Africa. What for? What I said, Shantytown. When I meant, uh, when I meant, I what, the look. I I don't want to bring it up again. They got really upset, and I and I felt bad because I was I really. We said it on this podcast. No, I said it on Rogan, which is like, oh god, fucking. You said I was in a shanty town. I was in whatever they're called. Uh, they're called. They're not called shanty towns. They're called uh, favelas. No, no, that's that's that, that's even more racist. That's Brazil townships. A, townships. Township. I was in a township, and I called it a shanty town. But I just I was drunk and I misspoke, and uh, and and then a bunch of people were like, a bunch of people tried to say that town townships are beautiful places to live. Oh oh oh! And okay. I and I and I, I from my experience I noticed something a little different, and so you can only speak from your own experience and my experience. But I called it a shanty town. That's where I fucked up. Yeah, and they fucking hated me. I'll never do South Africa again because of it. I guess they protest me. All the woke white people. In, in South Africa, it's always the how whites. woke do, on a scale of one to ten. What? How woke do you think a woke South African is? Like, if you brought him to America and you took him to a party of like Hollywood liberals, out <laughs> quick, you think he'd say something? They were like, "What the fuck?" Because he's a South African. Well, woke? Yeah, I mean, South African dudes are like, they're, first of all, they're all Dutch. You know that, right? Well, yeah, yeah. They got big fucking hands. <laughs> they have big fucking hands. They do there, and they're like, Bleh! that's how they talk. Bick. Bick. We'll be Bick. We'll be Bick. Yeah. Bleh. Bleh. That's all I remember then. And big drinkers. Pleasure. The hard party is. That put a tire on his neck, light him on fire. That's what the guy said. Yeah. Fucking scared the shit. Yeah, it scared the shit out of me. So my one takeaway from South Africa is that guy telling me. I party with some cool. I love South Africa. I'm bummed because South Africa is fucking gorgeous. You were there with uh, Finesse Mitchell. I was. I was there with Finesse, Ian Bag, oh. uh, Christina, Mitch Fatel. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Who else? Uh, yeah, there's a. What's it like when you do a uh, when you do a festival with your wife? Is it different because you guys are kind of a team? Well, I mean, you know, we we were just we didn't have reference to it in the show. We were we had our spots were like a few apart, so there wasn't like. And now, you know. So we were just like show, like doing show twenty minute sets, just standard. I was thinking about, I was thinking about, I can tell you the names, but I don't want to. But I was, there's a dude who I, I think we both think is the most brilliant comic in the country, yeah, like, easily, and he's dating a female comic, and I both, I think I find them both fucking hilarious, and I want him to, I want, uh, well, I don't want to say because I don't want to, I don't know if they, uh, I guess you could say, Chad Daniels is dating Kelsey Cook. Ah, okay. And Chad Daniels is fucking hilarious. He's so Kelsey Cook is fucking hilarious, and I. It's so funny. I wanted, 
I'm, this is horrible. But I wanted them to do. I wanted them to do the cruise. I don't know if we got them or not because we haven't put offers out yet. But I don't. But I get. I get weird. I get weird, and you know, in my brain way of like selfish, uh, spend time with people way mm-hmm. that I don't want couples together because I. I'm afraid I'll get alienated. Oh, right, that, right. You know, yeah. but you know how that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and so, but, uh, but they're both so fucking funny, and I was yeah. wondering. So I was like, oh, did you, t- you did you tour with her? I forget. I did. I did. She's yeah. so goddamn funny. She's hilarious. But Chad Daniels is like, Chad Daniels is. I mean, you know him probably better than I do. We did. We did an Asian tour together. He is. Yeah. Fucking a gangster on stage he really is he just did two specials in madison i do not i was like what the fuck are you doing he typed two different hours on the same night it's the thing it's the thing that people what it i i I don't know the right way to say this i don't want to sound like i'm being shitty towards any of my good friends yeah but i have to say the the compliment i give to chad daniels is chad daniels has been doing stand-up under the radar i guess you could argue meaning he's not been doing specials out on like on Netflix or whatever. He's been doing it kind of under the radar for 25 years, 26 years. Yeah. And it, and when you do it that long, kind of like in in under in the shadows, when you decide to peek your head out, yeah. people are blown the fuck away. He well, is yeah, he, so goddamn He stayed in like the middle of the fucking moved, woods yeah, he was a guy he was a guy like you kind of a I say this a little bit but he like he did uh did I interrupt you? No. Go ahead and say it. No, I didn't no, say it. No, I didn't say it. I wasn't okay, going to say go it. Ahead. <laughs> I'm trying to learn to listen better. I'm, okay. He, okay. He said, <laughs> he did what I did not do, and that he put his family first and moved to Minnesota and raised a family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's, and then toured. And was like, I'm, I'm a yeah. stand-up. I don't need millions of dollars. Yeah. I need a couple hundred grand. Yeah. Make sure we keep everyone afloat. Send everyone to college. Yeah, and then uh, and then when it's my time and I'm 50 years old and my kids are in college, I'll go out and tour and I'll I'll do some specials. Yeah, really kind of fucking noble. Yeah, he um, he's a plus man. He really is. He's really really so funny. That was an interesting tour. There's a documentary about it, right? Yeah, uh, I think you Lewis should kill. Shot it. Yeah, Lewis Lee funded it. Uh, he owns Acme in Minneapolis. I need you to kill, yeah. And it's him, Pete Lee, Pete Lee myself, is Leanne's favorite and, fucking comedian. Really? She lo- she sends me videos of Pete Lee all the fucking time. Yeah. Was I on it? No, I don't think you're there in Hong Kong with us. No, that looks like me. In the middle? That's me. <laughs> That's me. God, look how young Chad, look how young those two, look how young all you guys are. What year is that? It's 2014 we filmed it in, I think. Late 2014, I think, I think, or maybe it was, oh yeah, late 2014 going into 15, I want to say, I can't remember. Well, that's when it came out though, it, it, it was filmed. Pete Lee, you and Chad Daniels are three funny motherfuckers. It was fun, it was fun as shit, man. We did I saw Hong a bunch Kong, of documentary. Singapore and Macau. You seen the documentary? Yeah, it's really I, fun. I think I watched it. Yeah, we, we really had a good time. I want to say we were there in maybe in during 2015 at some time 2014 or 15 i don't know why i keep tying on to that when, was you, when did your first netflix special air uh march of 2014 it recorded it in november of 2013 so this this definitely came out after that i mean was recorded after that but i hadn't yet done the second special so it it must have been either 
late in 14 or early or early in 15 i think i wish i had the fucking i I wish i had the rogan effect in like on burt cast because there's people that i find so fucking funny like chad daniels and pete lee oh and like put them on yeah i wish i I wish i could really pop people the way rogan did it for us yeah is that rogan had such it was such a gift to be able to put us over on a larger platform and and uh because i think I mean, Chad Daniels already does great. He's I mean, selling out every fucking yeah. gig everywhere he goes to, but he should, I think he should be bigger. Yeah. I think same with Pete Lee. They're such funny in bag. There are these so many guys that are like amazingly funny, but they've been doing just... it for years and just are flawless. Yeah. Imagine, I mean, both me and you just did this. We just, just, have you watched your cuts yet? Uh, I saw the first one. You did watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still haven't watched mine. Yeah. It got to me yesterday. I watched the beginning. My shoulders look great. Your sho- <laughs> That's all I care about. Your shoulders? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because I know I'm fat in it, but I want to see my shoulders. Yeah, they, they look, look good. good. I saw one guy that looked really good. Um, the You're such a crazy person. The, but Chad Daniels did two specials in one night, two different specials. That's crazy. That is insane for people that don't know. That is insane. I mean, I, there's not. I don't know if there's another human being alive that would do that or that can do that. I couldn't do two separate hours in a no, night. I you couldn't. have to be kidding me. I couldn't. And by the way, that's why I say like that's why I say when you go, I know he's selling out. He should be doing bigger venues because I can't do no, that. Maybe this will lead to that too. You know, that's I the other thing so. is you don't know when people's you know time just comes and they and things just pop for them because it happens he all has the time. Such a wealth of material. So much. So many like, hours. So much. Hours, so many hours. hours. I mean, it's funny that that Leanne has fallen in love with him and Pete Lee, and they will send me uh, uh, Instagram clips of their stand up. You know, he's sleeping in tattoos. Hey, do do me a favor. Uh, what was I gonna say? What was I just gonna say? Something about tattoos? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Leanne's a big fan. Okay, fucking that's amazing. That flooded out of my head so quick. Yeah. How big she's a fan? You mean? She's a big fan. She's a big fan. Thanks, Leanne. Yeah, I know. Yeah, me and uh, you have been busting our fucking ass, yeah. too. Where's the fucking phone call from Leanne for me? I wish I didn't care about money. Like, I care. Like, I feel like I'm worried that I'll run out. Yeah. Like, I w- like so many people. Somebody saw, like, my oh. tour schedule, and they were like, how much money do you need? Uh, they said that a lot at the fucking roast yeah. for Whitney for me. Right. I look at like I'll tell you I'll tell you I kind of talked to you about this a little bit earlier in private, but like Stavi Stavi yeah. Stavros does not give a fuck about money. Chris DiStefano does not give a fuck. But about you're just money. assuming this? No, I know this. I know this. Chris DiStefano had a conversation. He was a guest bear. Nadav, did you see that clip? Um, I mean, it was a while ago. Yeah. Remind me what, uh, we what both part? got emotional about being parents. I remember that. I remember, I remember that. that. Yeah. yeah. And then he was saying like, how much money, what, like what, how much is it worth? And I wonder if I'm a horrible person, but I was like, all of it, like you just, you leverage all of it. Like that's how it works. Like I, I, my, my brain, I like, I, I remember talking to Stavros and he was saying, and he's doing phenomenal right now. Mm-hmm. Like, and, but he doesn't. Like he's like, yeah, I just had to take time off. I don't, I just don't give a fuck. He walked away from one of the fucking biggest podcasts. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. just said like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm on in the next thing, you realize, you realize how you realize the horrible things you could do to me on this podcast, and I still would not leave. 
I'd be like, it's a good paycheck. It is a good paycheck. Yeah, it's a good paycheck. Like, I, I respect that in those guys. I respect it, but I'm curious. I don't get it. Like, Come Town was the biggest. I mean, like, I wonder, okay, all right. I wonder how much of America sees that. But here's the thing. This, there's a difference. There's a thing about being in entertainment that is different than all like other reasonable, logical things, regular jobs. And it is when you go, I have a vision of what I'm going to do. And, you, and there's times where like you actually turn down reasonable, logical things that make sense. You actually came to mind thinking of that exact thing. You, dude, you... Man, I just smelled whatever you blew out like 10 bad. seconds it later. Bad. It was it's, bad. It was running the bottom of my heart. It smelled. Hey, I need more ice, by the way. It smelled. Someone's turning it up a notch, baby. Like somebody's asshole was but up against my, my body. Nuts. It's inside me. Holy shit. I want to fucking throw up. But if you, Rogan you, you just tell him I look fucking great. Look at my fucking arm. Keep going. Keep going. You came to mind yeah. because you could have in, like pursued and just I've just gone along with a re-up on your travel channel thing. And so it's a similar kind of mentality when you think about it. it, it when your travel channel contract was up, you had a good enough relationship to be like, I'm excited to do this again and just be happily take that, that contract. Yeah, no, I, th- I was like, go. I mean, like, but if, if you, if your goal was, I got to get yes. that solid job again, well, you'd I, have that job. But you'd get I that job. I only did that. I only left. I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, I've said this ad nauseum, but the only reason I, the only reason I could afford to leave. Thank you, buddy. Here, I got it for you. <laughs> the only reason I could afford to leave was that because I have friends like you and Rogan and Burr was very pivotal in that moment of, of just supporting me to get me there. Like, I, I think, I, I think about Stavros a lot. Because Stavros and Chris Stefano, maybe Giannis, probably Schultz, like yeah. a lot of those guys, they don't think of money the way they think of money the way Ari thinks of money. Well, I don't know if I mean if I would lump them all together. Also, like Schultz makes a great living, so I think he can he can probably sit back and I think yeah. it's probably cool to be able to calculate like what do I want to do, what do I want, you know? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah. I think I, I I got a success later in life, maybe so maybe I was a little more like. You're like, I can't let this go. I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking, that's the one joke that they made nonstop at that roast was, uh, I'm on the road nonstop. I'm on the road non-fucking-stop. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think also. But that, why, is that why you care so much, you think? Because you hit success later? That yeah, you're like. I think so. I think it was, I, was have like, to, I think I was lucky to hit it later. Because yeah. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it maybe more. I mean, I'm guessing. I think everyone appreciates their success. Yeah. But I think I definitely, like, I definitely know what it's like to be an old loser. Like, like you know, like to be an older dude in the club that people look over their shoulder. I, I definitely remember that. I remember that vividly. I remember, I remember dudes that, like, legit guys coming up to me and going, so you're funny. And I was like, yeah. You know, you know what I just remembered right now? What? You told me, and this is before you hit it, yeah. that you were um, in the holidays, you were back in Tampa, and you had a show at the Tampa Improv, and that a bunch of people came out, like your family, friends, a bunch of people, and then you guys went somewhere, I think it was Tampa, mm-hmm. afterwards to like celebrate, you know, just like you're back home, 
And then one of your friends was like, how much you get paid for that? And you're like, what do you think? And he ganked your check out of your hand. And he's like, oh my God, oh my God, guys got, and then he was like, oh. Yeah. Because that was still like I papering that, I the room. I can tell you that guy's name. Yeah, and he was like, that's not very much. And you're like, oh, thanks. <laughs> Took the check back and you're like, thanks a lot. That guy has a $5 million house. Yeah? Yeah. Huh? He sent me his address for Christmas. You looked it up and looked up the value? I always do. <laughs> He sent me his address for Chris. He asked for my address, and I was like, "Okay." So I sent it to him. I was like, "How oh, we should probably send him an address?" And uh, send him an address. I should get his address and oh. send him a card or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and his house is fucking pretty fucking nice, five million dollars. Yeah, I remember that very vividly. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Yeah. If he looked at my check next time I go in Tampa, I think he'd be a little shocked. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he would be. It also wouldn't be from the Tampa Improv. It would be yeah. from like wherever the fucking hockey team. So plays. weird. You know what's so cool about us is that we ha- we we had the opportunity to be losers, like in the working to get to where you are. Like very few, very few careers. I think. I think there's a, like if you're a surgeon, you know where you're ending up, right? Right. If you're a lawyer, you know where you're ending up. But when you're a comic, you're not and you're not guaranteed that. So well, there's yeah. a there's a real kind of like moment where you got to be cool with not making money. You got to yeah. be almost like fucking go like, and maybe that's where Stavros and those guys come from. Is they're like, I already accepted. I yeah, don't yeah. Give a fuck about. Well, money. I mean, there, that's the thing is that I didn't. I mean, I accepted that it was reality that I didn't have money, but I was also felt like, I mean, I, I make it less about money. I was like, I'm going to be successful in this. I didn't think I'd be successful. I thought I'd make. I thought I'd be able to pay. I I thought I'd be able to pay rent, but I didn't think I'd ever be able to pay a mortgage with stand up or po- podcasting. Is fucking was I didn't even know that was a thing, but like like so I think I think about that now and I go, you know, my friends got my friends graduated college and they got in and I, I anyone listening to this has to realize I'm coming from a very different generation. Yeah, it's like all my friends. There was no internet. There was no like no one. There was no famous comedians when I was a kid. Like, yeah. There was Carlin Pryor, Eddie Murphy. Like Cosby, if you said, yeah. "Are you into comedy?" You had to really be into comedy. Yeah. And so it's crazy to me to think that, like, I had no when I got into this. I didn't know you could do the road. I didn't even know what stand up would do. I just knew I liked it, and I didn't know what you could do with it. I didn't think there was any money to be made from it. I don't think anyone thought there was any money. I think everyone was like, "Oh, it's something new for a couple of years, and then you get into." I remember. I remember sitting managers of clubs down. And like basically threatening them, uh, <laughs> like learning more and more about how that business works, and and explaining to them how they're fucking me. And oh, um, I remember that. I remember being in cars after you did that with other managers who told me about when you did that to those managers <laughs> on Monday mornings driving to the airport, and they're like. So your friends with Tom, right? And I was like, yeah, really good friends. They're like, what the fuck's up with your boy? <laughs> I remember that. I remember that vividly. Well, I would do things. I was like, hold on. So I got this bullshit guarantee and no fucking bonus. But look at the, and I would like break down the ticket sales to them. I go, so you're fucking just, you're, you're absolutely, you're raping me is what you're doing. And they were like, I am not. I was like, you are, you're a racist. Yeah. And then. I remember that yeah, car ride yeah. in Columbus driving back with Dave. Yeah. He was like, what's up with your boy Tommy? 
That's so fucking. And you know, you know, I remember telling your wife, I remember telling your wife secret time. I remember being, I remember saying vividly, and she could probably recall this conversation. Do not listen to your husband. He does not know what he's doing. He is not the person you should listen to. Trust me. Trust me. You go to the Toledo Funny Bone. You pay your dues. You'll build a funny, you'll build a following. I go, Tom, and she's like, well, Tom wants us to do rock venues. And I was like, Tom doesn't know what he's doing. Trust me. And then I remember, I remember I was dropping off Georgia. She was in sixth grade. And you call and you said, you need to get the fuck out of Philly, out of the comedy club. You need to do uh, the truck. And I went, what? And you go, I'm sending the guys info. That's right. And I, you go, I'm sending them your stuff right now. And I was like, T-. I remember going, I remember like, Tom, I'm burning bridges. Like, <laughs> I, I built this relationship. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. And it's so funny. And then, and then I remember going from doing six shows at the Helium to six shows at the truck. Yeah. Which was, it was like, it was like, Every every show was three times the size of, uh, and I was like, "What yeah. the fuck?" You're like, "Trust me." And you know that's what's crazy is like is. I, by the way, I hope everyone understands. I love Stavros and and Giannis and all the guys we're talking about. That I love them, but like, but like I spent so much time in those funny bones, yeah, that I got indoctrinated. Like I got indoctrinated that you gotta party with the wait staff. You gotta be cool as fuck. You gotta tip out. You gotta do whatever they say. If they send a shot of stage, you take it. Like, and I, I'm not saying that the, all the guys I mentioned didn't get to enjoy those nights. Yeah. But I enjoyed them. Like I did. I did crazy shit on the road with wait staffs. Like going to barn parties for like, I mean, ten years. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that I. Yeah, I, and you were like the. I mean, when you left the clubs, you were like the club guy. I was definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would do stuff to make sure people hung out at, at the bar afterwards, so they could still get their money in the bar. Yeah, and and Bert like crazy. Would, like Bert would play clubs, and they were like, "It's Friday, and we don't have alcohol for tomorrow." They would sell out of their fucking booze. On I remember, Friday. I remember we did that in Helium. In Helium, I came in on Saturday, and we had sold them out of all their alcohol on Friday. Because Joe Flacco, shout out to Joe Flacco. Yeah, right? What? Joe Flacco was behind the bar making drinks. What? Dude, it was, Joe Flacco showed up with his friends. They were all like uh, Delco boys or whatever it's called. Yeah. And they all showed up. They all partied. And like we did the meet and greet. And one guy, Joe Flacco, right? That's his name. He played for the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Flacco. Way to go, Joe. Uh, He, him and his buddies came over and they were like, they took a picture and they said, hi, he was very cool, like very, very cool. And then kind of started to leave. Is he still in the league? No, he can't be. He's, I mean, he's got to be, it was 10 years ago. Uh, Has Joe Flacco I mean, we could have just... He's still no, playing he's still football. In. Yeah, he's still in. He was a man. He was a very cool dude. He's by, by the way, he's fucking aggressively big. He's huge. He's a big fucking dude. Yeah. So he's in the line, and we say hi, and his friends are like, and one of his boys is like, "Dope, bro. You know it's Joe Flacco, right?" I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Joe Flacco's at your fucking show. I'm boys with them. We brought him. We brought him, dude. He fucking loved you." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then I was like, and we still had a. And my whole thing was like. I thought I only was valuable to the clubs if I could make sure they told us sold a ton of booze. So I always wanted to come back next year. Yeah, and I was always like, so I 
I was like, yo, guys, why don't you come? I didn't like say, hey, Joe. I was like, hey, guys, why don't you come back, have a drink? And they're like, okay. And then I just, he's fucking, I want to say he's like 6'5". Yeah. And I was like, he's dude, big. come on back. And he goes behind the bar, and then he's like pouring drinks. And This everyone, was where? This was at the Philly? In Philly Helium. Yeah. Everyone's like, Joe Flacco's making drinks. And we drank so much booze that night. We stayed out until five in the. We kept the place open until five in the morning. How and do you recover from this shit? I always wonder how you I do this. I don't know. I think I do it less better now. But the next day we showed up and they couldn't start the early show because they didn't have beer to serve to anyone. They didn't have any beer or booze to serve to anyone. They're like, we can make whiskey gingers, and like that was it. And I remember I was like so proud in my head. I was like, I was like, do that happen in Tampa? Tampa was the. We did the. I used to do that call and sick to work show. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do a call and sick to work show for anyone not, that doesn't remember. I'll go and do radio, drink on radio, then go and do a show at like eleven o'clock in the morning. And I tell everyone call and sick to work on radio. I'll be like call and sick to work. Meet me at the club. We're gonna do a morning show. And I did. I did them all over the place, but I did one in Tampa that they drank them out of booze before I got to the club. And man. It was evident. That's when I gave out your phone number. I gave out your phone number and I gave, and a guy was like, guy stood up and he goes, I have stage four brain cancer in the middle of the show. And I was like, well, let me buy you a drink. He goes, uh, rum and diet Coke. I go, sir, make it a Coke. I mean, what do you, what do you care? <laughs> and then he collapsed. He hit his head and he died like a week later. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's, yeah. His son called me. He's like, hey, man, my dad was the guy at your show. He's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheers to that dude. He was a fucking cool dude. Front row, front row, front row, front How row. How old is he? This is pretty old. He was like 50. <laughs> That's not that old. Six, 56. He's old like Rogan. Like old like Rogan. That's cool. It's cool. I wish I had. I wish I had. Died. <laughs> I wish I had the stuff that like those guys have. What? Like I think Stefano's doing it right. Like he's spending time with his kids. Yeah. His kid and he's and Stavros is like getting like I I, I love his. You see his Stavi gets in shape. This stuff. No, it's great. It's great. I I respect those guys. I don't understand it. I think that's my thing. It's like I don't yeah. understand it. I chased money so much in my career because I never had it. Yeah. So like I I I I identify I can identify with you very much on that. Yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Also, there's this thing though. There there can be an addiction to success. It's like you get a taste of success and you go like I don't want that taste to go away. You know, you, when you look Ooh. at the like the top performing, let's say, you know, movie people, what do you see in them? I think you see something that that's very that stands out very clearly. I'm talking about like Kevin Hart, The Rock, Mark Wahlberg, Tom Cruise, is that they were, you know, working actors, right? Or working comedian actor, whatever, wrestler, all this stuff. They get success and then they're like they're like you get like addicted to being successful and having things like be uh like and money is tied to it, but it's not all about money. Yeah. And so then what they do is they. What do you see in these guys? They're all are four of those guys I listed. Very physical. They all are known for like working out night and day. Yeah. Being extremely driven and doing project after project after project after project, 
And is that like oh. the end all be all of every, like, is that going to make them happy? I don't know, but I understand the mentality of like, I want what I do to be good and to, and have it be a success. I understand that. I understand that. And as you said that, I went, God damn it. Do I have that? Like, <clears throat> all right, secret time. Everyone that listens to what I'm about to say has to love me with all your heart. Okay. Cause I'm being vulnerable and that's part of this podcast. Don't be a cunt about what I'm about to say. Okay. I enjoy, I do enjoy getting recognized. I do enjoy it. I, it I know. It makes me feel nice. Like it makes me feel like the thing I've worked so hard at doing. Yeah. People recognize. And I can they tell enjoy. that you genuinely enjoy yeah, it. I genuinely enjoy it. And I wonder, sometimes I do wonder silently to myself what that would feel like if it just went away. If it went away and then like would I, I, I don't know that, I don't know that I, maybe when I was younger, I noticed it more. Now I don't notice it as much, but like today going through the Austin airport, I actually got recognized so much that I was like, and it was a little an annoying, mm -hmm. you know, that Peter was like, yo, yo, can, can we do this walking? Cause like so many people want to take pictures Yeah, that I am very cognizant to say, no, 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 it's fine. Cause I, I always feel like it's going away. I always feel like it's, it's on its there way out. Yeah, so yeah, I go, yeah. I go, no, I don't mind taking a picture with everyone. And, and it's, it's so funny. Cause I wonder if, I wonder if that's what. Tom Cruise has. I identify a lot with Tom Cruise. I, I was him. I was with you for a minute. <laughs> Me and Go Tom ahead. Cruise are so similar. Me and him would be boys. He could get me into Scientology in a heartbeat. Oh, I'm sure he could. Oh, 100%. And I, and like, I, if somebody, if Tom Cruise is like, I can get somebody into Scientology, I'd be like, I'd like to see it. And then if they put you in the room, I'd be like, this is a case closed. I'm just holding this on to done. the ski ropes. All yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'd be in. You'd be in. Uh, I just, I just. Uh, what do you identify with about him? The working part. I have a oh. hard time. Well, because I work, I busy myself knowing that it will take away uh, time I get to think. So like I, I, I pack my, my schedule, I pack it so that I go, I'm home. Let's just do something. I don't want to be sitting home alone. What am I going to do sitting in? There's the fucking my house is dead. George is gone. It's dead. I was at school. I'm just sitting there with two, fucking four dogs and fucking nine cats or whatever the fuck Leanne has. And then Leanne walks in. She's like, I just made a workout class. And then I'm just sitting there in the fucking house. So if I'm not working, I, do, I go, what am I fucking doing? Mm -hmm. I might as well work. Dude, I heard some dude on Fishnet. Fishnet? TikTok? <laughs> am I having a stroke? I heard a guy on why am I saying fishnet? I want to say it again. I don't know. TikTok talk about how many how many weeks he has left, right? Is he, he, he's sick? No. Oh. He just goes, I'm not living past 100. Oh. So then I got 6,000 weeks left, right? Oh. And that's, I, what, I'm doing the math wrong, I'm certain. How many weeks is is 50 years? Will you take, take it? So I got, I have two. Let's just say I have 2,600 weeks left. I mean, God damn, that's if you get to 100? I'm probably getting there. I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> okay. Okay. 2,000 weeks left, right? Yeah, let's let's pare it down. 2,000. Well, hold on. How many weeks is 2,000 weeks? Find out what 2,000 weeks well, that's, is. It's, it's very close. But no, but it's not, but it's not 50. It's, no, but it's, it, no, but it's fucking 600 weeks is, uh, is like two, five years. Okay. Just swipe out the thing and do the thing. It's 40. 
About 40. Okay. So I'll get the 90. I'm definitely getting 90. Okay. So I have 2,000 weeks left, right? I have 2,000 weeks left. Motherfucker. Oh, my God. That just gave me an anxiety attack. I have 2,000 weeks left. I have 2,000 weeks left. I would I would honestly... I got to stop doing stand-up. <laughs> All I do is fucking... I would say oh you got... God, how many weeks do you think of stand-up I've done? I think you, I think you have 1,400 weeks left. 2,000 weeks. What's 1,400 weeks? It's it's another 10 years. So you get 80. You'll live no, to 80. No, 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 no. You're not going to be 90, dude. I'm going to be, I'm going to live to 90. I definitely will. Unless there's like something tragic, like I attacked about Wolf. Like I'm definitely living in 90. I'm definitely living in 90. Really? Yeah. I would be shocked if I died at all. Like if you, have you, can I tell you a cool story? Yeah, sure. Sure. Dude survives World War II. Right. Who, who does? This guy. I don't okay. know his name. Okay. Get shot in the leg. Oh, it's a cool fucking, it's a good transition too. Okay. Survives World War II. He was at Pearl Harbor. Him and his best friend that he grew up with were on the Arizona. Get shot in the leg. And by the way, if you heard this in the same podcast I did, shut the fuck up. Shot in the leg, climbs down a rope, gets into a boat, lives, lives to 99 years old. Just died, just died, just died recently. Okay. Uh, gets cremated, and he has divers take him down to his, uh, in in the Arizona, take him down to his thing and put his ashes down where his position was. Holy shit. Yeah. You know why I said it? I'm going to get emotional. Because he said, no, what, I've seen people buried in graves. No mm-hmm. one goes to their grave after a while. But people will be coming here, hopefully, oh, wow. for the rest of the world. Oh, motherfucker. Don't you want to die in a fucking, like, fucking, like, I want, I want, I don't want to go be just buried. No? And then, well, yeah, and then no one gives a fuck unless you're in Marilyn Monroe. Dude, we're okay comics on Netflix. Like, yeah. we're not, no one's coming by our graves. No, I know. <laughs> we're not Jim Morrison. We're not Kurt Cobain. Of course. We're, we're just but I guys. But I don't care if, if the masses come by my grave. Oh, I don't want to be forgotten. This is a big difference between us. Oh, I don't want to be forgotten at all. Um, I think I'm pretty... <sighs> we should get buried together. <laughs> we should, and then people will always come by our graves. A mausoleum. A mausoleum. Would be, dude, hear me out. Okay. We do a big mausoleum. Where? In Florida. Florida? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Dude, in Florida. Right, and... And uh, you know, if we pick up a really shitty part of the state, we could have a really big one. <laughs> go to Ocala, yeah, go to Bell Glade or something. <laughs> Just have a fucking you yeah, ten thousand square foot mausoleum in Bell Glade. <laughs> we got a Stewart, Florida. Oh. <laughs> uh. It'd be a huge mausoleum. We yeah. built our own mausoleums next door to each other, right? Yeah. Just massive, and all our families can be buried there. And it's like, it turned it into like the Arm and Hammer. And we have huge, that's the only thing in fucking Stewart, Florida. Oh. <laughs> and we just build, like, I don't want to fucking be buried under earth, I don't think. I want to be in a mausoleum. You're going to be cream, you're going to be, fuck, of course, you're going to be cremated. Yeah. Yeah. Why? What the fuck, dude? 
Why don't you want to be cremated? Because it's stupid. You just then get burned, and then, you know, it's not a lot of ash, they say. It's, well, you know. Nope, nope. It's a handful. Okay. <laughs> you turn into this? No. I want to be, I want to be, I want, I want something big. I know I'm crazy, but like, I wonder if people are listening to this going like, yeah, I want something big also. Like, I want to be remembered. Don't you want to be remembered? Like, don't you want people to talk about you for the rest of your life? Well, I'm, I'm dead. Your dad, your dad said something to you when he passed, before he passed. I don't, I don't know if you've shared this and you can edit this out. Oh, yeah, you yeah. said, he goes, buddy, just remember life goes on. I said it to my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad goes, that's the fucking truth. Life goes fucking yeah. on. Life goes on. Yeah. I don't yeah, want it said, to. I, I don't he, want it to. He said the world goes on. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. want it to. I want it to stop for a little while and remember me. Like I don't, I don't want it to go on. I He's want totally serious. I'm not even fucking around at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm not. I'm really not fucking around. But like, doesn't doesn't everyone feel like that a little bit? Um, I mean, probably a, a little bit. I mean, you, everybody wants to be acknowledged. Everybody wants to be seen. I think more people feel like that about other people. Like you want, you know, like your dad or your sibling, or you, you want people to recognize the people close to you. Have you done anything? Uh, by the way, I'm drunk. So yeah. if we edit this out, we can. Have you done anything like to set up? Because your dad was like a big uh, help people out guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you doing stuff like that? Uh, I mean, name? I I kind of got into some philanthropy, but um, I haven't like set up like a foundation in his name. But like, is anything. that the thing you do to keep your name moving? I on? mean, that's like what you the, look at like benches in a park, and it's got like the, yeah, that, I mean the Ethel Merman bench, and you're people like, can do you can do that for people. I mean, you know, it's not out of the question that i would uh, that i would do something like that for him but um yeah it just depends you know i mean depends on the person you're trying to honor and keep their like he he fucking he's like you though he loved recognition really oh my god he absolutely glowed at recognition i mean <laughs> he's like you know uh, you see this in the paper today they they called me they wanted my opinion on this thing yeah you know. <laughs> Uh, take a look and i'm like yeah and he's like pretty neat i'm like yeah and he's like do you read it i go yeah i just fucking saw it i see it and he, he would he would love he loved people uh when they he come to my shows and people would stop him he would like i'd be like let's go he's like people want a picture with me and like, he would, he'd be like like take these weird fucking photos and he loved it and i'd be like let's go and he's like tommy i'm with the fans <laughs> Oh my god! I can't yeah. believe I never met him and I never get to meet him. Yeah, yeah. Well, you will in about sixteen hundred weeks. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, fuck me! Uh, oh, I thought today was gonna suck. Uh, it's man. been such a great day. It's been fun. It's been yeah. such a great fucking day. Have you yeah. met my dad? A few times, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of yeah. course, yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck! I'm so happy right now. Uh, Why does this happen? I uh, get so happy, like in these moments when I'm drinking and we're partying, and then all of a sudden I go, "That's the thing we're chasing." I made fun of you on stage, because yeah. uh, you know we be, we both have yeah. like a bit about each other. Yeah. Oh my god, this person was like, "Hey." I'm like, what? And they're like, we love Bert, like defending you. And I was like, oh boy. I go, he's about to die. And I fucking 
1600. We should count it down. Yeah. yeah. And then when I die, I want merch sold of how many weeks I had left. Yeah. And we can arrange that. And just a number, just just 800. I mean, I'm giving you 30 years, right? 30 years. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a lot. How old do you think you'll be? When I die? Yeah. I think I'll be like late 70s. My dad's sick right now uh, with, uh, like, I think, pneumonia. With pneumonia? Yeah. Pneumonia's kind of serious for older people. It is serious people. when you're 75, and yeah. I saw it for the first time in his eyes. I was like, oh, shit, this is no joke. That's the thing. You got to avoid those fucking, you got to avoid that shit. Yeah. Those, those, those viruses that show up, and then all of a sudden you're like, fucking legit sick and you're well, like yeah i mean that's shit. why covid just wiped out the whole fucking elderly population man like all those they they were the super vulnerable ones you know yeah that is fucking like, i think i think i'm gonna um i'm definitely living to 75 i'm definitely living to 75 okay i'll definitely get 75 i think i get 80 easy i think i get 80 and people i think people will be like can't believe you're still 80 like <laughs> yeah i think I think I'm going to outlive Liam. I'm pretty sure of that. How come? Well, I think that's the way the world works. Is this not fair? Like oh. life isn't fair? Yeah. <laughs> everyone's going to be like, everyone's going to be like, oh, that's not fair. Christina is oh. adamant that she's going to outlive me. And I'm like. Oh, no. No, no, no. Okay. We're all going to her funeral. <laughs> We're all going to her funeral. And everyone's going to say it should have been Bert. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, you know, because she has that cockroach Eastern European DNA. And, um, yeah, she's been like, oh, she's like certain. But, I mean, like, her mother died younger. Not young. But I remember like, saying something to her. And then but her father's still alive. And then my father died. My mother's still My mother is like a fucking anomaly, though. Your you mom's. Oh, well, yeah. It's fucking. That you're, that's a, she hasn't gained a pound in 40 years. She eats toast and cookies and pastries and like and starburst. It's because <laughs> like it's you, 10 dude, starbursts it was before so, she goes to it bed. It was so hard to kill a Peruvian back in the day yeah. because they lived at different elevations. Yeah. And so Peruvians, man, the Spaniards will tell you this all day long. <laughs> they couldn't get them. They couldn't get them. Yeah. You ever hear a story about the Peruvian general that came down and lit all the Spaniards on fire inside the church? Nope. Get your mom to tell you about it. It's a good one. My mom does not know that story. <laughs> Dude, it's uh, Peruvians are hard to fucking kill. Yeah. I don't know though. I'm talking about genetics and Well you got most of her siblings have died. <laughs> well you got no, you've got your mom's genetics. Look, yeah. it's, it's like who lives forever, right? Your mom's. Yeah. Your dad got fucked. It, it's not genetics. It's just fucking Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, being it's probably a, Vietnam. Yeah, it's no, yeah, it is Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. But it's that, that your dad got fucked. Um, my dad's still alive. My mom's still alive. My mom's like a fucking bull. Yeah, he's got She's, a brother that's still alive. That's eighty-one. Your dad? My dad's brother is eighty-one. Still For alive. Real? Is yeah. he similar to your dad? Yeah, very similar. They're very similar. He's a fucking rock biting lunatic. <laughs> rock biting. He he flew. Listen to this. Uh, rock biting lunatic dude there's two things you've said there's two things you've said in this world that i that i repeat in my head no i mean under 411 with the hands oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rock biting lunatic this savage flew over 600 missions in vietnam 
Wait, they were both in Vietnam together? Dropping, no, well, not together. And this guy was there a lot longer <laughs> and just blowing up villages. <laughs> I get like 600 missions each time. Th- think of that. Every time he took off, that's a chance that you don't come back. 600? 600 is a fucking I mean, roll of the dice. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Shut up. And just always just wow, like mowing down places. Yeah. Like my dad would talk about Vietnam, like whatever you want to talk about. This guy, he's like, <laughs> he doesn't say a word. No, he doesn't like to talk. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I swear. Yeah. A rock biting Luna. Yeah. Thick. Yeah. God damn it. How old is he? 81? Yeah. Really? 81. How old was your dad when he passed? God, he wasn't that old. He was probably uh, 74. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So then the goal is to outlive our dads, right? Yeah, you want to. I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I, I got to hope my dad dies soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, sounds like he's on his way. <laughs> <laughs> he's not doing good. Yeah, what a face up you hear me. How is he? 75. Just turned 75 yesterday, two days ago. Two days ago? Yeah, two days ago. Called him on his birthday and he could not talk. He had, oh no! He, yeah, he had an asthma. Is he home? Yeah, he's home. He had the gout. I had. Well, I had damn. COVID for like the fifth time that when I was. <laughs> and uh, I've had COVID the most. Really? I've had COVID. I've had COVID five times. What? What does your da- dad think of what we were talking about? Like the work thing. Is he the type who's like take time off? Fucking, you know, like you need to spend- eat shit, cash checks, buddy. That's his words. If you have a. If you have a fucking, my dad's going to sell merch, it's eat shit, cash checks. So he's eat, like, go to work. You fucking work, buddy, buddy. There's, but I could, I, I mean, I could hear every conversation I've ever had with my dad about working. Yeah, that's what you do. That's what you do. You're a man. You get up, you go to work. It's it's part of the punitive t- part of my brain where I, when I wake up hungover this morning, the most hungover I've ever been waking up. And I can say that quantifiably. Yeah. I drank all night last night. I drank well into two in the morning. I smoked a ton of weed and I and I got blackout drunk for the bros. I didn't want to know if I it hurt anything hurt my feelings. I want to show it on my face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um I passed out, I woke up, and I heard I heard my dad, You're not dead. You can't die from being tired. Get the fuck up. Yeah. And I was like, All right. But my dad is E shit cash checks. My dad was very similar. Yeah. Like always he would be like, What do you mean like not work what do you talk like he'd be like huh like I, if i was like i go i tour 358 days a year he'd be like yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah. oh my my dad will go on where are you at like he's follows me on yeah. uh, life through 60 and i go i'm in uh fucking wisconsin and he's like nice 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 what uh we got two shows tonight I go, yeah. yeah and he goes yeah all right good 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 how are the girls doing it's it's always like yeah make sure i mean my and he he did say like he, at one point I have to give him credit. He did say he he was he felt he fucked me up because he implemented that in my head about Isha cash checks. There's dudes that di- dig ditches every weekend. They do not want to dig ditches. I, my dad did that manual labor. My dad mopped up floors, dug holes. He did all of that. I, I got lucky enough that I my manual labor was like folding sweaters. Like yeah. I, didn't, I never like I never had the rough life that most men have. And my dad's like, buddy, that's reality. That's the reality. You get an opportunity to make some money. You make that money because you can't guarantee it's going to be there. 
And so I think that's, and if we come full circle with this whole conversation and look, Stavros's dad, definitely a uh, first generation from Greece. Like yeah. every, everyone's dad's a hustler and whatnot. I'm not saying, I'm, I don't want this to be like a button of Chris DeSemino's dad, gangster from fucking yeah, New York. Staten Island. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're like, they're all, I'm not saying, I'm just saying like that. My dad was like, eat shit, cash checks. You do, you have no humility. Uh, he would say to me nonstop, there is a young black kid from Harlem wanting to do what you want to do that will do 10 times harder, every, do everything better than you because you have no fucking humility. My dad instilled humility in me, and I think that's why I'm so honest. I think that's why I'm like constantly thinking, like I, I, I think that's why I'm so open about stuff. I, I'm Man, I'm so bummed. Your dad has passed. I wish my dad yeah. and your dad could gotten together. I would love. That would have been together. fun. Yeah, they probably would have really uh, had a good time talking about their. I don't even know what your dad looks like. Really? Well, I'll yeah. show you a picture. <laughs> yeah. I love you so much. I love you too, man. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're good friends, man. What kind of hat is that? I don't know. You don't know? Uh, I have no fucking idea. I don't even know what's on. I don't know what I... Are you ready for dinner? I'm so ready for dinner. Yeah. I'm pretty fucking lit. I know. Uh, we have to... We have to... Somebody has... Is, do you have a car here? No. We have to get an Uber for somebody. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I only oh, because you have selfish cars. I have a selfish car. Yeah. I think you should go in the Uber, and I'll take... Uh, it's not a bad idea. Our friend in my It's not car. a bad idea. Yeah. And they might whole, throw up in my car. <laughs> oh yeah, the way yeah. you. Oh, you should drive him like a fucking lunatic, like you do. Oh, you're definitely dying before me. Oh, that could happen. Yeah, that could happen. Yeah, yeah. You know that was a big thing when you hurt yourself playing basketball. Yeah. Everyone was like, "It that's not. It's his cars, right?" Oh yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, "No, no." They're like, "I don't believe he plays sports. It's his cars." Yeah, yeah. Mine will be okay. What's the death? Let's end it with this. What's the death? Where. You don't get empathy. Like if you if you got into a car crash, no one would give a fuck. They'd be like, "Well, that's what you get. That's what you get. That's what you get. You got fast cars. That's what you get." If I die of an overdose, everyone's like, "Well, that's what you get. That's what you get." Yeah, you're drinking. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah, right? yeah. Right. What's uh, the death where everyone gives you empathy? Uh, saving a kid. Yeah, like oh, yeah. house fire, drought, flood, and you're like you jumped in to grab somebody out of the water. Yeah, then you're yeah. there. You you don't want to be forgotten. That's how you should die. I'll do it. Saving somebody else. I'll do it. I'll do it in a heartbeat. Do it today. <laughs> I should go around. I should put on a cape. You should put on a cape and do it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We got to get out of here. The fuck right, out all right, of here. All right. All right. Hey, Love thanks you. to Waterburger. I'm sure that's what you want to be attached to. <laughs> was that a fart? No, that was, I, maybe. Okay, <laughs> let's get out of here. Fuck Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears on Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur fartology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears on Cave. Thank you.